becomes your mission. Yeah. Today I'm going to go through another Rags Rich transformation. I'm literally showing you and I'm going through and documenting my entire journey from Rags to Riches. And this is one of the processes I've discovered. And so I'll take and I'll share with you three secrets today about how your mess becomes your mission. Because if you're like me, you probably discovered at one point in time that life did not work out the way it was supposed to. And so in the end, you actually felt like you stepped in a big old stinky mess. And so to help you understand this a little bit, I created this little cartoon right here. All it shows is your mess becomes your mission. And I will break down the three secrets so that you can see it. And when you see it, you can recognize the pattern. And then you can say, boom, I know what this means. This is a good thing. And I'll, and then you'll see it why. Okay, my backstory a little bit. And this is how I learned this thing. So I was clipping along, doing great. I had a business where I was working with my friend on a flooring company. Created a tremendous amount of sales for him. I was probably installing 20, 20 floors a week. We were clipping along, doing installations, making money. Everything was great. Um, at the same time that that happened, um, my, the quality, we, we stopped delivering as good a quality as we should and customers were getting a little frustrated. Then there was a big fire up here where I lived. I got evacuated and during the evacuation, the customers went away. My house looked like it was gonna burn down and we hit a big old stinky mess. In fact, my wife slipped off into some crazy depression and it was really, really hard. And so from that, that was about, two that happened in 2018 is when that happened. So since then, I've been working on figuring out how to take and turn my mess into my mission. But sometimes what happens is, Napoleon Hill calls this a sixth sense. You can call it infinite intelligence. If you're religious, you can call it the Holy Ghost or the Spirit or whatever it is. But there seems to be a divine power that steps into your life that starts to say, it's time to do a correction. It's time to try something different. Because what happens is, is we become very, very comfortable staying exactly where we're at. Take a lobster for an example. It puts that hardened shell on. And what happens is, is that lobster starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The way he can grow is he literally splits his shell. Literally splits the shell, comes off, and then the lobster emerges completely not, it's got, a, it's got a skeleton, it's got a new shell in the forming, but it's soft. So in essence, it becomes very vulnerable. But in that vulnerability, it allows it to expand and to become more than it was. And if you look at it, and you'll see easily today, what I'm sharing with you is a pattern that's repeated over and over and over again in the lives of excellent people. They will discover they've got a problem. Like one guy I like a lot, and I buy a lot of his products, is Russell Brunson. He's one of my coaches. He had businesses that went and clapped and worked and didn't work. And he finally hit a, a point where he actually ended up having to, he created ClickFunnels. But it wasn't until he finally figured out what his mission or his purpose was that he actually stepped into success and he started impacting a lot of people making their lives better. And so here's what it is. This is the path, this is the secret, this is the way. As the Mandalorian would say, the magic behind bad things that happen. Something's gonna happen, it's gonna give you pressure and it's gonna cause you to wanna shift your life to do something different. That's not a bad thing, it's an, actually a requirement. What really steps into play is how do we respond to the life event because it will happen. And so you gotta do the elective transformation or you gotta decide, is it worth it to make a change because you know the thing that you did wasn't working? 
That's where I found myself. I discovered what I was doing wasn't working. It stopped working. That's how I came back to solar. I put solar up in my house, loved it, thought it was awesome, thought everybody should have it. In fact, when my sister got it, my folks got it, a lot of friends got it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go back to that thing that was actually very, very valuable. Now I'll show you this transformation is taking place as it's leading into this step number three, which is the conversion code. I will show you this transformation that's taking place. I'm right here in the middle of this. I'm still between kind of like secret number two and secret number three. And you'll see it as soon as I show this to you, you'll immediately start seeing and understanding the problem. So you know that I've got into solar. Here's the magic or here's the big thing behind solar. There's a graph from the US Department of Energy which shows you the cost of electricity and how things have increased. Now, when they talk about like unit of energy, they're talking about kilowatt hour. Kilowatt hour is a unit of energy like of, of electricity. It's kind of like a gallon of gas, but a gallon of gas is $2 and like, I don't know, 50 cents a gallon. Electricity, back in the 1970s, it was two cents a kilowatt hour. Till today, it's up over 12 cents a kilowatt hour. Or in other words, electricity in the United States has gone up 600 but here's where it gets even more interesting because the utility grid is aging at a significant clip. Almost all of the electricity or the utility grids in the United States are 30 years or older. What that means is, is there's going to come a time where there's going to be a massive retrofit and the cost of building out this new system is going to make this cost increase right here seem dwarfed because it's already documented. The facts are known. The U.S. Department of Energy is already publishing how much it's going to cost to upgrade the system. Now you're thinking, I don't want to participate in that. But that's not the only story. You already know that the cost of electricity is going way up. But here is where it becomes even more significant. And I'm sharing this with you so that you can see my mission and you can see a method. Like sometimes it's hard to see the future. You can't see every step in advance. So you, you're leaning forward and you're discovering your path along the way as you make this transformation. This graph right here, it documents how many natural disasters have been taking place in the world. So if you come back here to the 1960s, they were documenting about 50 occurrences, natural disasters in the world. So not significant, 50-ish somewhere in here. Well, if you look, as time has gone on, the amount of events is accelerating till today where we're actually over 400 natural disasters a year. In other words, it's about an 800% increase. You can see an example of this right here, right now. There was a massive storm that came up from, up through Texas, it went up towards Canada. It went across 14 states. 14 states had all their power knocked out. And so what actually ended up happening is you actually have rolling power outages. Or in other words, people, this group of people got power for 60 minutes, then they turned it off. This people got it for 60 minutes and they turned it off because there was a, there's a massive shortage of power. Problem is, is utility companies are these single little teeny clusters or they're single points of failure. So if the grid goes down or utility goes down, boom, all of a sudden everybody discovered they're in a world of hurt. And as you look at this graph, the amount of hurt that's coming and the amount of hurt that already exists is significant. The secret behind solar is when I put solar up on top of somebody's house, I put it up there with no money down. Meaning, it, you don't actually have to put a dime down to get your solar, but I can cut your electric bill in half. I can also make a family prepared by putting batteries on it so that if the grid goes down, 
you're good. You got power. I'm putting batteries on my house right now to enable me so that like, I'm good. Power goes down, I'm good. It doesn't matter because I would rather protect me and my family by controlling the environment and making sure that where we are is safe. A friend of mine, his uh, he's got a two-year-old son. His son seems to build up like mucus and his body has a hard time breaking down vitamins and stuff. He's two and they've had to beat his chest ever since he was a young kid. Well, they've got equipment now that actually helps make sure that their child stays alive, meaning power to them is absolutely essential. So not only that, you can think of people on respirators. There's people that have absolute needs for power all the time. And basically the absence of power means that the devices that they use to keep themselves alive would fail. And if they fail, they would have a massive problem. Part of what I've discovered is I realized that my business collapsed. I realized there was something else to come into play. And I felt bad about it. Change wasn't easy. Breaking out of a shell for a lobster is not necessarily a comfortable thing, but it's necessary so that you can become more than you are now. And so what I'm discovering on this journey is I am finding my mission or a way in which I can help more people and impact more lives by figuring out ways to offer them my wholesale solutions so that I can help more families be secure and independent and save a ton of money because somebody's gonna get stuck with that bill. If you look at it through that lens, it, it helps shift things. You see what I mean? You see how you can start seeing things that are shifting? It would be nice if you could say, oh, I see the entire future. I understand how everything's gonna unfold because we don't. Sometimes we just have to experience the pain which causes us to take and to grow. I had a friend of mine who, she was in a marriage and her marriage was struggling and her husband was about ready to leave her. And so she did the one thing that she could do, which was to focus on her and change her and do what she could about her because she couldn't change anybody else. As a result of what she was doing, it influenced her husband to actually want to cause a shift too so that they stay together. They are now showing and teaching people in marriage how to take and to operate and to get together with only one person being willing to raise their hand and make a change to be able to save the marriage. And as a result, they have a 1% divorce rate among students that take their class and get into their highest level. That was their mess. It became their message. You're gonna see this process rinse and repeat over and over and over again. I see the problems. I see the rate increases that people will pay on their utilities. I see the escalating data showing natural disasters have increased 800%. What that tells me is, is I'm moving in a direction where I know I can make a huge difference and impact people's lives for the better. Anyway, if you want, go to AskSolarMike.com, just check it out. You can ask me, you can learn from me, you can find out things that I'm doing to be able to find my voice that I might help more people. Anyway, I will talk to you later.